I don't know if you guys know, but I'm the editor in chief, so I had full hair and makeup come over. Good. Yeah. HMB. Tons budget. of people touching. Uh, tons of people touching each other. Sam's gonna do my makeup in post. <laughs> <laughs> that is a flex. There's a setting in Zoom that uh, actually touches Facetune? you up a little bit. Yeah, it facetunes you very, very subtly. Zoom like, should be the president. It's Zoom like is corporate thinking of us. A little corporate facetune, you know, like not not like too severe. But what is going on with Zoom stock? Uh, I think it's, it's the only stock. It's the only stock. It's, it's, <laughs> way, it's majorly alpha right now. Sam's mic is so like futuristic, uh, like steampunk kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to decide if it was like mid-century space age or, or what. Mine's very R2-D2. Yeah. Will's like glasses and the angle make it look like he's in like the Apollo 13 film and he's the guy who's yeah. like supposed to get everyone back. <laughs> <laughs> so Will, you're at the office, yeah? No, I'm at home. I have so the same shelves. Same Dave, shelf you had, system. You had your home decorated to look exactly like the Condé Nast <laughs> office. It would be a seamless transition. Totally. Uh, I felt like I was in some bizarro, like I had like had a stroke and not realized that the shelves in your office were completely different. Colin actually took my wooden desk out of my office onto yeah. his back <laughs> and just walked over the bridge. Will... What are those like, those like red, rare looking books like to your left? Oh, um, my college graduation gift from my father was a, this compilation. It's called the Library of Southern Literature. Oh, that's nice. so cool. Yeah. Cause you know, I was like a, you know, I was an English major and I wrote my thesis on Faulkner and was just really, that was my shit. And so he found, my dad is like a, um, He's a real collector. He's like an antiquer. He knows what the fuck he's doing at a, at mm -hmm. a flea market. And um, yeah, so it's like a 13-volume Southern literature collection. Do you know That's what so year it's cool. from? Or is it, is it contemporary? No, it's... Um, I, yeah, I think maybe the What's 40s. Oh, wow. I'll check after. Ah, episode 86, Corporate Lunch. New era, new technology, new approach. New lifestyle, coming to you remote. Uh, should we do a check-in? Who's on the Who's on the line? Who's on the Zoom? Zoom era of corporate lunch. Zoom Zima. That's Will. <laughs> First time, long time. This is Sam. <laughs> this is Rachel. Um, you weren't expecting the the uh, Zoom Zima. Who's got the keys for my beamer? Is that why that was funny? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try to keep you on your toes, Rach. Even even from afar. <laughs> I gotta say, guys, it's good to be back. Yeah, I agree. It feels to be it feels so good to be home on corporate lunch from our homes in the COVID nineteen era. Um, it feels good it's, just to talk to people. <laughs> 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 what? Is amazing. The upheaval of the coronavirus is so complete that even our the name of our podcast has been rendered completely useless. I'm not real. There's nothing corporate happening in my life, and I'm barely having lunch. <laughs> yeah, I've shifted to breakfast and dinner. Right. Yeah. 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 Breakfast and dinner, and there's nothing corporate about breakfast and dinner. No, I hardly ever eat out of a bowl anymore. 
What, just straight with your hands? <laughs> no, you one of those recycled cardboard. Uh, I see. Yeah, I miss. I miss. Just that. straight from the fridge into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A handful of arugula, dash of salad dressing. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. been sharing work from home fits, but I've just been doing the Winnie the Pooh all this time. Just no pants. Yeah, uh, Noah actually can't stand job, up honey. until until he <laughs> oh, hits leave me. Elaborate, meeting. elaborate top. <laughs> no, actually, I'm fully kitted out in uh, black watch head to toe. Wow. Yeah. That's black nice. watch poppy. Now, be honest, Noah, was that happening anyway, or you knew you were going to be zooming? No, with that, the was, only, that was the for, only for style. Lunch. Yeah. That was that was for the zoom. That was for the team. Um, well, there's a few factors to it. One is it's kind of embarrassing, but I just got a big personal order from engineered garments like was just shipped <laughs> to my place so it's an order i made six months ago but it's a little it feels crazy to get right now for the uh you know just all things considered but i was like well i'm definitely gonna wear this stuff a big big engineered garments drop is pretty crucial now did it did it get to you before you retreated or it came to no. the retreat it came to the retreat. They, it, it all came in and they're still working at the Nepenthe shop and they just hit me up and I was like, Oh, just ship it to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the work from home fits are, are, uh, obviously a huge part of, have become a huge part of life. Absolutely. And revealing so much. I, I personally, I've been in a unique situation cause I'm also in the middle of an apartment move, which has made my access to, uh, uh, garms, the full palette, somewhat limited. Yes, for now. However, and I, I think we should talk about people getting dressed up and figuring out ways to feel good and express themselves, even at home alone, with what they're wearing. I've been doing this other thing that I've always really admired and kind of wanted to do, which is wearing the same clothes almost every day. Like, just kind of like, uh, I've had this kind of weird layers and things I've been wearing up here. On I'm on a compound in sort of the woods upstate, and I just like every day I put the clothes back on and they're the same clothes as the day every, before. Every day okay. you put the purple Nikes back on in your compound <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> Check in with Mr. Koresh. One thing that I think is really uh, interesting about the work from home fits is uh, just the idea that what's really crucial is sort of stirring them up yeah. Yeah. The, because of the zoom life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rachel, we were on a zoom with um, Rachel, Tashton yesterday and she just had on this very strong shoulders and it really made an impact a visual it, impact like an art of like she didn't have to <laughs> she didn't even have to talk on the zoom she was just like bow and um um and then noah has also brought up the fact that we never know who could be winning the winnie winnie the pooing us yeah you got to assume everyone is all <laughs> it's like covid assume everyone's doing it assume everyone has it <laughs> It just makes it more fun, too. Yeah. Rachel, can you um, tell us a little bit about how you've been approaching the work from home fits? I mean, you mean my own personal work from home mm. fits? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, at first, I was like, it's really important to continue to get dressed. Like, no matter what, you can't. I felt like I couldn't just get out of bed and then start working. Or yeah. that, that that just seems really bad for morale. You know what I mean? So um, I, even if I was just like changing into different pajamas that were like a matching pajama set, just to give myself some kind of like 
sense of structure or order to what I was wearing. But now I've just gone like full cosplay. Like <laughs> early, earlier this week, I was like, I'm going to dress like I'm a fashion editor at Vogue in like 1998. So like all dark fashion, like Yoji and Mula Meester, like a weird Alaya sweater. That Yoji, um, <laughs> that Yoji skirt that you posted was super mega. Thanks. I was like, that's a, yeah. that's a huge, huge fit for the household. Huge. Well, but I, I, you know, the other thing too is that like, it's, it's, we're in this transitional moment. So I think that probably a lot of us, like Noah, for example, with his personal order had gotten all this cool stuff that we couldn't wait to wear at the office. Like that skirt, I was like, yes, I'm going to yeah. wear this to the office a day where I have like four different meetings so that people from all across the company <laughs> now it's like that it's like no like we have no we can't do this anymore but now because you're like wait Instagram, until consu- wait until consumer marketing yeah. gets a load of this <laughs> gonna blow their mind. <laughs> <laughs> um so but now because like everyone is like like my instagram usually is like i i'm on it for like 25 minutes a day but now i'm on it for two and a half hours a day so i know that like everyone and my like my stories, it used to be like, you know, there are like now like twice as many people looking at my stories. I would say, I'm sure you guys are finding the same oh, thing. Really? I haven't looked. And I'm looking through like every person's story. I'm like, yeah, what's that girl from high school doing? Like, how is she getting through this? <laughs> Let's so check actually, in. Yeah, so the, the fits are still like getting attention. So like yesterday I dressed like my grandmother. Today I'm kind of dressed like I had to come, like you got kicked out of boarding school and I had to come pick you up, but I was in the middle of my tennis lesson. I to pick that up. I can feel the disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, not again. I need to, we need to pause corporate launch and I need to go back to the closet and start over. Like my imagination was operating at about 3% of Rachel's this morning. For sure. And it shows. I mean, it shows. It shows. That is really something else. And so what about today? This, today is today is picking you up from boarding school disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows what will come on Sam. the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> are you guys, Rachel, are you are you getting out much? Like are you are these are these what? fits making it into the neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> is that a crazy question i'm genuinely unsure if people are like taking walks i mean i understand the parks in the city are still crowded with joggers and bikers and walkers as they should be i think we should be doing that stuff with the right amount of distance but i mean the fits are the, even the work from home fits are still kind of like uh, around the neighborhood fits right is that right yeah yeah bodega i'm genuinely asking <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. Mine are. I've been, I've been doing a few a few walks a day, yeah. especially while rolling calls that don't require Zoom. Yeah. So the the neighbors up and down my block know a lot about like the May and June issues of GQ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like walking, you know, air potting up and down the street, like yelling about, you know, photography in the time of coronavirus. Yeah, the work from home fits... Um, how much it's revealing about people, how much people are embracing. I, I mean, I mean the sharing of them, the posting, mm-hmm. uh, obviously the, the hand, the work from home fits handle, uh, was a major inspiration, but you just see it everywhere now. And it's such a, uh, uh, I guess important way to connect the work. Let's talk a little bit about the work from home 
Fitz, the WFH Fitz, at WFH Fitz Instagram account, because the key to it is that it you guys started it right away. That was obviously yeah. the first thing I thought of. <laughs> it was like, we're working from home? What are the fits? If, if, yeah. if it ever crossed anyone's mind, it was already there. And it was like populated. Yeah. And I feel like that has been the key to the success. Like the moment anyone put on like a work from home slipper, there was a place for them to put it on Instagram. Yeah. And then also, I mean, I, Rachel, I don't know how much you're trying to reveal here, but are, are you doing all the captions? I'm doing a lot of the captions. <laughs> they feel very... <laughs> I like to go on work from home fits Instagram and play. Did Rachel write this caption? <laughs> you can t typically tell. Yeah. Sort of like how Zo what you're saying about zoom conferences and people's apartments will, I think work from home fits has become about the, as much about the apartment flex for some people totally. as, as about the fit. Totally. Like, Oh, let's, let's situate the mirror in this corner so that people can sort of experience the vastness of, <laughs> of my pad or whatever. And I think there's a really there's a really nice mix of carefully creative creative directed and people who are like this is where my mirror sits I don't give a shit what you see in the background I it's just a morning fit pick it's that simple there are two kinds of work from home fits there was someone posted one yesterday some young woman posted one that was like an apartment in London and I was just like holy shit that apartment is amazing <laughs> it gave me that. You just, you know that, like living in New York, we kind of get used to a certain type of living, um, like apartment situation. And whenever you see people's places in other cities that are like, have real square vast. <laughs> yeah. Nice flooring. I've been really, um, it's, it's re just a little bit of white wall can, can make your whole situation look really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's got like, all white wall. Well, let's see it, Sam. It's, it's white. Sam looks great, though. Uh, it's, it's white. It's white brick, so brick it, has wall. Be, it has to be. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah that, that doesn't. And Sam. Sam's always up on his Instagram stories with like a roaring fire. So you yeah, know, who's not envious of that? But it's just amazing to me how like um, just a zoom and like a a zoom, a zoom corner with a white wall can it can just look like serial killer shit. Really oh, absolutely. Fast. With like weird yeah. dim sort of gray lighting. Yeah. And that yellow cast that like New York apartments have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately it was just like, what's wrong with this person? Sam, have you ever seen Gross Point Blank? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, you look like like in Gross Point Blank, Minnie Driver plays this total babe disc jockey who has this like amazing radio show. And you look like the 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 really cool guy who has the show like after her. Like that's Sick. your vibe right now, I think. <laughs> With this like big mic, the sweater vest, the t-shirt. I mean, that's like wet yeah. hair, work from yeah. home hair. Yeah, literally stepped so. out of the shower into my clothes and onto yeah. this podcast. Onto the pot. He does what what year is gross? That's nineties, right? Sam has a very like like Sam has yeah. a 90s heartthrob kind of look going right now. Rachel and I were trading pictures of well, I should say Rachel was sending me pictures of Josh Hartnett. Um <laughs> From the 90s the other day, and I feel like Sam's channeling a little of that yeah. style. I really wish, Noah, that you had like a deep Hartnet fol folder on your phone. I'm about to. It just, it, just, <laughs> it just started. It just started. I was, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the fits are so good. I just thought of him as like kind of a regular uh, 
heartthrob of that era, like um, Matt Dillon, like just these, there were these guys that kind of like represented like a real type, a real Hollywood uh, type, but, uh, but Hartnett's fits are transcendent for sure. Hartnett is a full generation after Matt Dillon. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, right. There was a funny, there was a funny moment where Hartnett, um, I think he kind of like uh, recast himself instead of Hollywood heartthrob as like downtown New York cool guy and was like heavy in the mix at the fish for a little while. Um, But it felt, it felt like a real um, personal brand pivot in the days before, Mm -hmm. before personal brand pivots were like standard issue. Uh, It was very funny. Did you? I did think you, that's and, when he did, did the virgin suicides. Oh, yeah. I think it was a little. I was thinking of after that, but yeah, maybe okay. so. I think he like lived in Williamsburg um, before that was like you know the land of luxury condominiums, and was like at the fish. Is he still acting? He must be in some things. Is he? Has he been in any pictures lately? Anyone know? Well, I think he's working on a uh, skateboarding documentary. <laughs> really. <laughs> 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 he hasn't reached out <laughs> no. no his feelings were hurt like fits that big and he hasn't called me skateboarder um yeah it's a quality high quality getty image search right there sam can we hear a little bit about your work from home fits yeah well i've been having this issue which is that all like almost all the- <laughs> remember the last episode where we talked about sam getting dressed and like entering the the closet and like dramatic music plays and yeah. he's like a comp- you know he's the music yeah, the is maestro. the music is a little bit more depressing now yeah, uh, what's the issue sam I can't well, the, wait. the issue is that a, a lot of the clothes that i've bought recently and that i'm excited about are like clothes that i bought for going out and for like showing off you know and now yeah. i'm like and i'm not i'm not really yet in like the rachel sort of mind space of like really putting on a putting on a show for my for my roommate or myself yet um so i've been dressing for comfort and i've just been trying i've been you know rotating through my my sweater collection um mm-hmm. trying on some knits that i haven't seen in a while which has been nice reconnecting with like the deeper parts of my closet shopping your closet yeah a little bit what are you working um, with right now is that one of those new stofa vests yeah this is my my cashmere stofa sweater vest that's really nice really um, nice and I'm yeah, not wearing any pants. Yeah, light gold chain, light gold chain, no pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is an epi- This is a pandemic. Yeah, one thing that I found important is is making sure that I put on all my accessories in the morning, as I would normally, yeah. just to to maintain right. a sense of normalcy. The watch, the ring, <laughs> the chain. Yeah. You need to feel complete. Yeah, Rachel, I'm wondering if the cosplay ever gets too real, like. When when you're um, like angry boarding school mom, do you ever open your email and you're just like, I'm, I don't like, I'm an angry boarding school mom. I don't answer email. I'm just gonna like take benzodiazepine and drive around. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you, you know? think like angry boarding school mom thrives on the email that's like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah. There, I guess there are a range of angry boarding school. It depends which kind of angry, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the cosplay hasn't gone too far yet, but like, let's see what happens on next week's episode. <laughs> Dude, God only knows. Yeah, stay tuned. I have found comfort in um, uh, finding stuff in my closet that I haven't worn, like the forgotten middle of the mm-hmm. of the shirt piles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
breaking breaking out some things that haven't been in the rotation, putting them on and seeing how they feel. It's true because you definitely get uh, – I find when you're going to work every day in the office, you get a sense of like, these are the things I wear to work. This is like yeah. the work rotation. Mm -hmm. And there's all this other stuff that never breaks into that rotation, like not necessarily for any good reason other than, like you said, it's just in the middle of the pile or whatever. And uh, obviously breaking that routine, breaking that rhythm just opens up these new uh, opportunities for those particular garments, those forgotten garments. Yeah, on, on Wednesday, I wore a shirt that I haven't ever worn before. And then awesome. yesterday I wore a shirt that I haven't worn in a year. Are these from like different phases yeah. of your life? Yeah. Like earlier wills? Yeah, totally. Wow. That's cool. Like yes, yesterday was a polo shirt with like brown and mustard stripes. Oh yeah, and we it got was, a glimpse. It was from like mid-period um, GQ style. It's Caruso. <laughs> I got it at a Caruso sample sale and like... 2017. Mid-period GQ style was a was an absolutely massive era. It's true. It's also a, a favorite shirt. My wife loves that shirt. And you know, there's heavy like um wife interaction right now. Yeah. So I figured I'd wear something that would please her. Today you're running the uh Martine Road, I mean um Grace Wales Bonner, sorry, wrong English designer, Grace Wales Bonner rugby. Yeah. From fall twenty. Yeah, it's kind of been like a polo moment. Wednesday yeah. was a long, a long sleeve Sid Mashburn yeah. polo that kind of, it's a polo, but it kind of has a spread collar. Mm -hmm. Really nice. Got a lot of compliments around the house. Both cats, <laughs> both cats and my wife and various zoom people were like feeling that. I don't know. It just feels like I need a collar to, to respond to any email, to, to read any proofs. I'm good. I need a yeah. collar right now. So have you guys done, uh, I'm struggling with whether or not this is like a crass topic, but have you guys done any shopping? Have you done any online shopping? Have you indulged in, I mean, a lot of our, I, I did a little piece with Evan Canori. A lot of our friends, designers, brands are in the midst of launching uh, new collections and, you know, carefully, thoughtfully trying to still interact with their customers. Have you guys gone there? I went so heavy on the Canori spring editions that yeah. I think he can shut down his website and I don't have to do any more spring shopping. Good. Yeah. Really hard in the paint. Sam, Rachel. I bought a few things. I bought a comb a sweater, uh, this like Shetland asymmetrical Shetland thing that I just knew that I needed to buy before Noah Johnson did. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. nothing that says global pandemic like an asymmetrical shetland yeah i was just like honestly that's gonna make me feel good i feel uh, like you should have cleared that with me first but okay uh, sorry i, I it, it all happened so fast um <laughs> and then i bought an our legacy uh jacket from their big they had a big archive sale on oh, thursday i was trying to log on to that all day yesterday and it just kept the site kept breaking was that a good yeah. our legacy <laughs> they had a lot of stuff it was pretty good very rare online archive sale. It was samples yeah. and just way past season. Samples, old season, like one-off, you know, silk dresses for dudes. There was a lot of like cool shit. I know it sounds like Sam Hine just absolutely crushed you on the Garms front yesterday. Definitely. Yeah. Just the systematic dismantling of like your whole. <laughs> I, I, I tried too. I, it's not like I forgot. I was, I was trying to log on. Is your stream not streaming up there? Are you too? Are you are you too ensconced? I shouldn't be. We've got uh, you know all the latest routers and wireless <laughs> technology. 
<laughs> I do. I do trust you to have strong routers. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel are you are, are you shopping away the pain or what's the deal? I I haven't shopped yet. I'm I'm getting there, but I Gearing haven't. Up. I need to like I need to re. You know, I don't know like what the what the zone is yet. I think it's why I'm like doing this like crazy dressing up every morning because I don't know what the like uniform is yet. You yeah. know, like I don't know what the the standard or the bar is because it's yeah. like you know okay like the row stuff is like coming into like net-a-porte and that sort of thing but like am i now shifting from like great work pants to like the sweatsuits for like women who are getting a divorce and like sitting on the sofa and crying like is that who i am now <laughs> um, <so. laughs> that's who we all are yeah that's who we all yeah. are yeah so culturally I'm trying to decide like what it is that I want to, where I like want to go next. Or do I like discover a whole new brand that I like haven't been wearing before, you know, like this could be, I think it's also like the like, cam wrote a really good piece that went up this morning about like, if you are shopping, like who are like, who are the people who kind of like need it most or like what, like what are kind of the economic ramifications for like one, not for like one brand, but like types of brands versus others. Um, and I found that really helpful and like Brendan, you know, from Noah was talking about how like it's super important right now to support small businesses. So I'm like, okay, do I want to like, where are my dollars best spent also at the moment? It's sort of a consideration for me. I've, I do feel like, you know, if you have, if you're coming from a place of stability in all this, obviously, like if you have a job in an industry that seems stable, and you, you have a little money that you can spread around. I mean, I think supporting small designers that have probably, if they have shops, have closed them or who, you know, may or may not be getting paid by the department yeah. stores that have closed their doors this season. Um, I've also seen people doing um, buying gift cards. Yeah. So like for restaurants that are shut, they need an influx of cash. So people have been buying gift cards for themselves to that restaurant, which is basically saying like, when this is over, I'm going to come back, but I'm going to front you the cash now, which is really a beautiful thing. Um, my wife's store is um, part of a yoga studio and, and people have been buying um, like batches of yoga classes. Oh, for, like the packages, for, yeah. For the yeah, packages for the same reason. Um, and then I I hadn't thought about the gift card yet, but I got an email from um, a restaurant that I really loved, and they were just asking for donations to support their staff, um, which I gave like about the cost of a meal there, mm -hmm. just because it I don't know felt good, and I hope they stay open. Yeah. Yeah, that and seems then, like a big part of it. Like we can all do a little bit like we, you know, it, it may be some months before we're really back in those places in the way that we used to be. And I think like if we can do a little something now that helps them, helps make sure they're still there, uh, the, the things that we really want, the, whether it's a brand or a restaurant or whatever. Um, and and it, feels, it feels important to balance that with also some um, philanthropic giving that is actually about the, you know, the, like the medical situation going on as well as yeah. the, you know, people's need for hot meals and all the kids out of schools. Um, yeah. So we're also working on a GQ um, effort around that, that we'll be announcing really soon. 
So if the corporate launch crew would get involved when that launches, um, we would be grateful. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I'm psyched to see how this comes together. I think doing more philanthropy was something we've talked about since this new era of GQ sort of began. And um, I, this is like a moment where it feels like that's really going to come to fruition in a big way. And I, you know, it's a funny thing. It's not something I think people, not something I'm familiar with magazines doing necessarily. So it feels kind of like new and exciting. And of course, now's the time. Yeah. And we'll of course like be getting the gram popping and trying, trying to make it fun. Yeah. Not trying to make it fun, just making it fun. Um, and for a good cause and hopefully just like positive and uplift, like the, the act of raising the money itself will, will be uplifting in addition to people being uplifted by the actual cash. Uh, can we talk a little bit about grooming? <laughs> I'm really at odds when it comes to work from home grooming. Well, coming up on kind of week one, like the sort of just finishing off week one, truly working from home. I'm about to embrace grooming in a big way. <laughs> okay. To say, what does that even mean? Uh, it just means like trimming the beard and like, it just means like taking that long look in the mirror that maybe you haven't had a chance to do yet. Like I, I, as, as vain as I am and as much as I love uh, myself and my body and my outfits, I don't often like stop to look in the mirror for like, a prolonged period of time to really contemplate like how's my face look what do i need here and uh mostly it's like an eyebrow trim and a beard trim and maybe like a little bit of like a reminder to moisturize but uh something i haven't taken a minute to think about in about a week so yeah i'm due and my thing is if if this quarantine period doesn't end without me having perfect skin and like being kind of jacked, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> what are we all doing? Like, what am I doing here? But you know, I should be doing some like real, uh, deliberate pampering and, uh, spying at home. The spying is very on brand for Sam Hine. But if, if you come out of quarantine, like super jacked, <laughs> I'm going to be, that is going to be weird. That is going to be really weird. Just kind of like bulging through your, your carefully chosen t-shirts i could never because like i can't i can't i can't like size up at this point you can do like dialed. like my size is all dialed in like it's like like lean small muscles yeah look man let's not get carried away you know like okay yeah (laughs) yeah yeah pilates if you come out being able to put your leg like behind your head like that that (laughs) makes total sense but let's not let's not get jacked yeah i feel like everyone's uh at least for now going pretty hard on the fitness the wellness aspect of the wellness opportunity here which is like you can work out all day theoretically if you're motivated you know you're going to eat a little bit better if everything's like made at home assuming you like you know have a juicer and know how to steam a head of broccoli or something Um, it's just now like um washing (laughs) over me the 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 HR implications of me telling Sam Hine like what his body should be like when he comes out of quarantine. <laughs> this is like this is a disaster. And my yeah. boss told and me I- to remain as live as possible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sam, do whatever you want, bro. I'm sorry. Just, yeah, I take it all back. I Thank wouldn't you. mind seeing Jack Sam. <laughs> buff, buff Sam the big thing for me is um you know i've had i've had many real beards in my life 
And there's something so obvious about just going to the quarantine beard, especially since I'm definitely not going to go get a haircut and like, you know, there's no social distancing while getting a haircut. Um, But then I'm also just like massively bored by the idea of the, the um, super obvious quarantine beard. Yeah. And so far I've just been punting on the decision, but we'll see where it goes. I am excited at the thought that, uh, you know, when we reemerge, everyone is going to look entirely different. Like uh, totally. many, many of the key uh, physical characteristics will be different, whether or not it's buff Sam or will like giant, like James Harden, like beard, you know, like I think uh, that the, that thought is, is fun. And uh, hopefully I hope we get there. You know, some people are going to be like having learned new languages or like entirely new skills, like, <laughs> I'm just imagining Rachel. I'm just imagining Rachel pulling up to One World Trade Center in a 1996 Saab on Quaaludes, <laughs> just like pumping it up on the curb and like throwing the keys at one of the security guards and just like bursting in the door with like papers flying out of her bag. God willing. God willing. Yeah. 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 Everyone got big vibes for today. Feels like a. Feels like I'm gonna say I just want to say something super corporate. I can't help it; it's just bubbling out of me. But like the May issue, yeah. let it be known that we have a heater. Quarantine or no, COVID crisis or no, <laughs> we have a big, big May issue coming down the pike. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Sorry to get corporate and promotional here, but I just can't help it because we're in the. We're in the thick of it right now, and it's really good. And if you if you want it, you better subscribe right now. Get it delivered to your yeah, door. Yeah, People what are you going to do? Go to the airport? Go to the newsstand? <laughs> I'm just going to swing by the get the hat. People are still getting the hats with the subscription, right? Yeah. Dude, the, way to get that hat. The GQ, the GQ dad hat is um, with the proud subscriber on the back, as modeled on GQ.com by Sam Hine. Pretty good. I mean, the, I think you get, I don't know, you pay like 15 bucks and you get the hat and 10 issues of GQ. A lot of people are like, well, I already have a subscription, but I want the hat. Get another subscription. Just give it to somebody it's else. 15, it's 15 bucks. bucks. Our not so fast lightning round of things that um, make us smile, bring us joy, get us through the, the day. Spark joy in the time of COVID-19. Who's going first? Me? I'll go first. Will uh so my first one is something that I work to, uh, which is music. And um I tend to listen to ambient music when I when I work. And one of my favorites is Juliana Barwick, who is a um will you like her? You, you dig it? Major mega cosine. She's um somewhat prolific. She's been putting out music for around 10 years. It's sort of looped electronic stuff. Uh, that uses her vocals and it's um, Brian Eno has that quote, which is um, ambient music is intended to induce calm and space to think. And she like nails it. And Brian, Eno, the master of ambient music, the, the, the king of it. And, and she nails it. So, but her, she has this new EP out that's called circumstance synthesis, which is sort of controversial because it was made using a Microsoft uh, artificial intelligence program. She put a camera on the roof of a building facing the sky in New York city and movement in the sky triggered sounds that she had programmed into a sampler. 
and um, sounds that she had developed. So it's the tracks on this, it's like a five track EP that goes from morning to evening. And the sounds are all triggered from things that happen in the sky, but it, it still sounds like a Juliana Barwick ambient album, but it's, this one is conceived very, made very differently. It's pretty. What are people getting worked up about? Well, AI, people get worked up about AI in general. True. And I think yeah. this, I think people in the music, people that are deep into underground independent music worry about algorithms a lot because it like, then you start thinking about Spotify and streaming and other things that are, um, that can potentially interfere with normal like artists, you know, livelihoods, I guess. Good. There was something I was trying to understand. Warner Brothers seems to have like signed this Microsoft AI to like a record deal of some sort. <laughs> the hot new artist. Next head dropping I guess the Bill idea Gates. Is, like, yeah, computers are just going to replace all of our favorite artists in which, you know, oh, I don't, shit. that doesn't threaten me and I don't believe in that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Mookie's <laughs> debut on Corporate Lunch. Will's cat just appeared. One of Will's cats, right? One of the two? Yeah. One of two black cats. So anyway, there it is. Juliana Barwick. I love this this EP and I, I, I listen to it on repeat. It's short, but I listen to it on repeat while, while I'm working and um, it's effective. I passed the conch. I can go. My vibe uh, is driving. Um, so yesterday, my roommate Phil rented a car um, to get out of town. And uh, we had a couple hours to kill in the evening and we decided to just go for a drive through Manhattan. And uh, it was really, really fun and very eerie and something that I will probably never forget. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying this is like a recommendation, like everyone should go out and rent a car and drive through their uh, you know, empty metropolis of choice. But it was uh, driving through like basically empty, the empty streets of Manhattan is uh, a pretty unique an exciting thing. There were, there, you know, there were some cabs out and some Ubers and stuff and a lot of people on the sidewalks and sort of in groups of like one and two, but it was totally, totally quiet. Um, and there was no honking horns. Uh, and it allowed us to like experience the actual like cityscape in a way that you never get to in day-to-day -day life when you're in the back of an Uber, or like a cab on your phone, um, or like walk around listening to a podcast or something like just to be able to like sort of glide through the city and look at the buildings and, um, you know, the, the landscape in a way that you normally don't get to, don't get to see in everyday life was like really special. I thought behold Gotham city. Okay. Um, I have a lot of vibes, but I think I'll, st I'll start with this one, which is kind of news, a news based vibe. It's a vibe with a news peg. <laughs> so wow. yesterday, um, like many other people in America, I was sort of, um, really, I wouldn't say horrified, just sort of like confused about the Imagine cover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I, and then I, um, so I was like, wow, like that, you know, that's pretty weird. Um, <laughs> so I started listening to, um, but then I was like, you know, John Lennon, like what a great artist. Um, and uh, I, I, first of all, last year, I just want to recommend if you're looking for a really long book, the um, Philip Norman biography of John Lennon. Philip Norman is like kind of one of the like heavy hitter Beatles biographers. And he did a book that came out about 10 years ago that's just on Lennon. And it's like one of the, my favorite biographies I've ever read. And it's Damn, like- Damn, big vibe door, within a vibe. Doorstopper book. Um, and it explains like 
the entire relationship between John and Yoko and like what was so revolutionary about this like really, really avant-garde person like coming into the recording studio with like the biggest pop band in the world and being like, why don't we just scream for an hour? Um, <laughs> so that's really good. But then the other thing, more short-term vibe is the album Mind Games, which is like one of the first couple of solo albums that he made. And it's just like, very like it's a little out there but not like not like uh plastic ono band out there and the songs are just really like poppy and good and like uh good good working music if you can handle lyrical content while you're while you're working damn the that's like a blooming onion of vibes yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rush, russian yeah. nesting doll of vibes <laughs> <laughs> Blooming onion, two thousand calories. Yeah. Oh, at least bare minimum. Vibes. Bare minimum. This is a little bit of like a, a corporate philoso philoso vibe, but I'm usually just generally um, deeply suspicious of technology and like the wired home and all of these cameras everywhere and microphones on everything and everything being um all of our devices being being synced to each other and you can't tell like where your personal devices and where your work devices are like linked and who has ownership and access to what like the whole thing um gives me like at minimum a case of the 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 heebie-jeebies and sometimes like a much meltier feeling than that but i have to say that um since uh quarantine began the way that we have been able to um just really quickly adjust the way that we work together and the way that we communicate with one another so that we could kind of pivot the whole like tone and direction of gq.com without you know without trying to be um anything other than than gq.com and then also just like rework the the um the the workflow for the print issues that we're working on and everything um by just like harnessing the technology that everybody already had you know like maybe maybe some people needed to add an app an app to their device or something like that or we needed to like get some microphones around but it's really remarkable how easy easily we've been able to adjust and at a time where entire industries are completely incapable of going about their business in a way that is like cratering just just sucking trillions of dollars out of the american economy and is going to have truly untold effects on um our country and our families and this world to be honest i've never been so much i've never been more grateful that <clears throat> while it has been a really intense and stressful time um in some ways we're able to just like go i mean we're sitting here cutting corporate lunch right now you know um our business um while deeply impacted um we're able to continue and i just feel very um uh thankful for that and um yeah, just really grateful that we're able to continue to do our thing. And grateful is um, baked into that word, I think, is the idea that we're also recognizing that so many industries, um, so many people 
um, even industries that are like deeply connected to the way that GQ does business. So, so people and companies that we work with all the time are just, they're actually just shut down right now. Um, and like I said, we're only beginning to understand the, you know, the, the, the deep impact of that. So it's like, it's, it's a sad time. It's a difficult time, but I'm also just filled with so much gratitude that we're like, I don't know, talking into these zooms right now. Yeah. Feels good so that, to the other work. Yeah. The, 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 that's a great, much pithier way to put it. Noah, the, the technology is allowing us to work and I'm suspicious. I think healthily suspicious of this stuff, but right now I have to acknowledge that like it's really helping. Yeah. All right. One of the things that, that, uh, any, anytime when you have a lot of time on your hands, but also when you have a lot on your mind, the thing I go to is just like the most engrossing novel I can find and uh, right now it's this book that I'm just 80 pages into called The Overstory by Richard Powers. Um, Richard Powers is a, Rachel likes it. Richard Powers is a, an older novelist. I think it's his 12th book or something. And he writes these big, ambitious, researched, um, complicated novels. I, I want to say he's, it has a Franzen vibe to it, just in that um, the stories are very engrossing. He develops plot in a really smart way. So The Overstory is really about trees. Um, which is an amazing thing to think a lot about right now because kind of the thesis seems to be early on, and I think I'm lifting this from a review, but it's like trees do everything we do. They just do it a lot slower. And um, wow, one of the early sections of the book talks about this um, disease that wiped out chestnut trees in America like 100 years ago. And um, it's really fascinating. It's not all as grim as it sounds, but anyway, it's really about characters and how they... um, and and um and the trees in their lives which sounds boring rachel maybe you want to add rachel have you read the whole book Mm -hmm. i read it like 10 years ago though no the overstory came out in 2018 oh then i'm thinking of a different book yeah well anyway (laughs) richard powers wrote this book the echo maker which is like this his only other book i've read which is an insane super weird book about a guy who gets in an accident goes into a coma and wakes up with a sort of rewired brain that changes his life and everyone's life around him. Anyway, Richard Powers is a great author to go to in times like these because his books are big and fully like you can totally immerse yourself in them. And um, the overstory is the one I'm in right now. And I'm really glad to have it. Sam, that sends the vibes back to you. Um, my vibe is NBA highlights. Um, <laughs> so during, during normal times, I don't really watch. I don't watch basketball. I don't have Wait, a did Sam Hine just say NBA highlights? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> and I've surprised. I've been surprised by this development in my life. But this past week, I've really enjoyed just hopping on YouTube and looking at NBA highlights uh, because the NBA makes these like supercuts of like certain players. Um, and it'll be like LeBron James, like first half highlights and it'll just be, or like Joe Harris from the Nets, like first half highlights. And it'll just be like this endless cut of like these dudes just like draining threes and like dunking. And it's, it's extremely soothing. Um, and, uh, it's really nice. You know, they're each one's like, like seven to 10 minutes. Um, I would start with, uh, with Ja Morant from the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, whose highlights are just absolutely savage. Uh, ja is a savage. Yeah. So like everyone else is playing like NBA 2K and he's playing like NBA Street. It's amazing. <laughs> um, Damn, what a take. It got me really, it's, 
you know, when this is all over, I'm probably not going to start watching the NBA, but um, I'm really enjoying the highlight reels. And you're watching recent stuff. When you said NBA highlights, I, I went my like nostalgia mind. Imagine that you're watching like, you know, 90s Chicago Bulls or something. Yeah. But no, you're watching, you're watching. Like I'm watching last like, like from, from the recent season. Yeah. That's cool. The interrupted season. So. Love the unexpected vibe. My vibe is like a, a something I'm do I'm going to do later today. Wow. <laughs> um, Dope. So which is uh, stream the new um, Emma adaptation that's just come out um, that was out in theaters like a couple of weeks ago, but is like streaming starting today. And it's directed by Autumn DeWilde, who's like an amazing, she primarily uh, takes like portraits and album covers of rock stars, album covers of rock stars. So like she's taken like White Stripes album covers. She's done a Beck album cover, like Jenny Lewis's like album covers are often done by her. So like the style of this Jane Austen adaptation is like insane. It's like really bold and like poppy and bright and sort of, um, it's not manic, but like looks very crazy. Like if you just Google any like Autumn to Wild Emma, you'll see this kind of like very insane, uh, like intense music video style, like color palette. So it's sort of a little bit like Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette, but like, um, a little less like elegant, a little more, a little less self-serious, like more self-aware. So I'm going to stream that later today and I'm very excited about it. Maybe we could stream it together and we could do one of those like live viewing. Yeah. Aren't people doing that? They're yeah. like, oh yeah, let's all, watch, <laughs> let's all watch the same movie at the same time and like yeah. text, text each other things or something. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm going to go with the, um, the, the new Gordon Parks, Muhammad Ali book whoa look at that cover um gordon parks the famous mid-century and civil rights photographer um spent a lot of time with muhammad ali including on assignment for life magazine and wrote the cover wrote and shot the cover story on ali and then went back and shot him a few other times and uh yeah just before the virus hit i was at dashwood books i hadn't actually hadn't heard about this book um and saw it at dashwood and it's just been totally melting my mind the pictures are so so good and you know as with so much photography from that era um they are not intended as fashion or style pictures at all but just are to the max like R to the super max. So just been getting, um, I would like to say inspired, but also just stealing ideas from it already for, <laughs> for, for upcoming GQ shoots as one does. Um, and yeah, that's it. That, that's, that's my, that's my vibe. Gordon Parks X Muhammad Ali. It's called, I just couldn't recommend it any, any, any harder probably a good thing to order right now order from your local independent bookseller and uh you'll have it in a few days exactly um all right the next vibe is something i picked up from the group chat and like i think we've we've done group chats as vibes before you know the group chat is uh, a few of the group chats i'm on right now are are what's keeping me going sometimes throughout the day and and one thing i picked up from a friend is five push-ups every time you get an email you can't whoa what Every time, well, I think Will's arms would fall you off. You get a lot of emails. So that's a funny thing that, like, I didn't 
<laughs> I will be more jacked than Sam Hine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, I think the idea is you do it. Well, you can make some rules, right? Like the email has to come from a person and not from yeah. like a, a blast or whatever, like an actual email, whatever. Do it however you think you can get through the day. But it's a cool idea because you couldn't really do that at the office. Like, I mean, that would be, I imagine I'd be crazy hopping to the floor next to Sam Shuby and like banging out five pushups every time I get an email. Yeah, obviously some of us get thousands of emails. You could also do sit-ups if you need to, you know, push-ups today, sit-ups tomorrow, or whatever. Yeah, balance and, out your core. Yeah, um, I just like the idea that obviously people have, we, we were just talking about how fitness and working out is playing a part, a big part in people's lives right now. It helps with stress. It, it gives you something to do with your time. Um, a lot of us feel, I think we can like get on track with some of our fitness that we never could could get our, could get a hold of at times when our schedules were a lot busier. And uh, I just like the idea of just doing push-ups all day while you're working. And uh, if we, someone does one more vibe that will bring us to 13 and 13 vibes will be complete for possibly the, the first second time, time. ever. Yeah. <laughs> probably episode one. I bet. Yeah, I think episode one probably had like a square 13. It. That's the first time that anyone has counted to 13 i used to keep track uh when i was when i was behind the decks behind uh, the but it's probably been like 50 episodes since anyone's kept track well there's four of us and we did three complete rounds so wait is that now i'm not No, we only that. did two complete rounds i've done two right? vibes oh sorry which yeah, is plenty right. which is plenty Take, bring us home rachel bring us home rachel okay wow i'm okay i have a couple instagram follows to recommend Perfect, perfect. Like new people I've added to the feed. One is Ralph Rucci, who's like one of the only like American couturiers. And he has like the most insane captions and content that I've ever experienced in my life. So like yesterday he did this post about how Balenciaga's, like Cristobal Balenciaga's uh, bar used to be a big coffee table book. <laughs> and he was like, it's like no one has ever lived with such elegance. He is the only like real couturier. And they're just these like long, amazing captions about like the time he met Helmut Lang, like going to parties with like Helmut Newton. All the helmets are there. <laughs> um, Crucial. And, uh, yeah, it's just like really amazing, like archival photography. And then uh, these like this commentary and like other designers get in the mix. So like he had this conversation with Helmut Lang about how Helmut Lang created like the first real gay fashion. And like, this is just like in the comments, it's really great stuff. So that's what I really recommend. The other is David Riminelli, who is an art writer and who posts again, he's like a really frequent poster. He's posting like five or 10 things a day. Um, and it's just amazing artworks that, uh, either like something about the artist or something about the, the painting or the, the work itself will be, have sort of like say something about the moment that we're living in now um, in this like kind of cool, like curatorial way. So he's really good. The other one that I would recommend is Masashi Styles, who's this Japanese guy who's just obsessed with Prada and has like everything. Like, you know how you're always looking for those people who are, you're like, who does the whole personal order, like a whole yeah, personal yeah. order of the collection? Like, the he completest. does that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's really amazing, too. Those are my recommendations. Wow. Much needed. Rachel's big three I, follows. I don't yeah. follow any of those people. I did see that Ralph Rucci posted something about Yoji being, uh, what did he call Yoji? There was like, the prophet. Yoji, the prophet. <laughs> wow. A lot. A lot of things aligning in that caption. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks, everyone, for um, being a part of episode 86 of Corporate Lunch. That's lunch. Yeah. And um, we'll see you next week, right? Nothing left to do but sit around and wait for dinner. (laughs) Uh, Stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.